0: Welcome to the RootDown.us podcast series. Today, Camille Harris will be sharing information about nutrition and detoxification, with special focus on the spleen and stomach, from her upcoming course, Incorporating Detoxification and Dietary Transition in TCM Practice. So let's continue our discussion on detox and cleansing with Chinese medicine. And we'll focus this topic on the spleen and stomach, our pivot or center when it comes to our health. So, remember Li Dong Yuan, the gentleman that wrote the Treatise on the Spleen and Stomach? Well, his belief is that digestive health is vital to the flow of qi in the body, and it has a direct effect on how the body handles internal and external stressors. To fully assist our patients in cultivating a healthy digestive system, our responsibility as practitioners is to educate them on two specific topics. The first is raising awareness of the quality of the food that they consume. I was just listening to a well-known fitness expert on the radio today talking about how she was approached by a magazine show to go up to people in a food court and say, "Hey, do you know what's in that?" She must have spent an hour of her radio program talking about additives in foods, the chemical preservatives, dyes, trans fats, and the ill effects of processed foods and what they chemically do to the body, specifically altering the endocrine system so we must raise our patients awareness to how toxic processed and chemically altered foods are to the body and knowing that they now can choose more whole organic foods our second topic we must educate our patients on is how the digestive system works from a TCM perspective in his book Arisal of the Clear Bob Flaws uses a wonderful analogy of the stomach as a pot and the contents of that pot being a hundred degrees soup. If too much cold raw food is placed in the stomach or the flame underneath that pot, our digestive fire, is low, we have a digestive imbalance. This is the classic case of cold raw food damaging the spleen and stomach. If we can give this simple analogy to our patients then they can make sure that the food they eat is at least partially cooked or warm. I know many raw food advocates would disagree with the notion that raw food is bad for you, but I think there is a middle ground here. I don't believe Chinese medicine states outright that all food has to be cooked, but if we go back to the analogy of the pot, we can see that there is a wide range of what someone would consider raw. So let's take a closer look. So imagine that you have a pot of lukewarm water and you threw in some nice big slices of raw carrots, some pieces of raw celery, slices of raw onions. You get the picture. And the flame underneath that pot was barely at a simmer. How long do you think it would take to get that pot of water to what Bob Flaws calls a 100-degree soup? A long time. So remember, the flame in this analogy would be the condition of the spleen yang or digestive fire. This cold, raw, dense food is what taxes our spleen and stomach. One way to assist digestion is to chew our food well. This is where digestion actually begins. But as we all know, most of us just swallow our, whole, our food whole. So let's say you took the same vegetables, but you prepared them or cut them a little differently. Maybe you shred or julienne the carrots and chop up the celery into smaller pieces, and you chew your food well. Now your digestive fire has a greater chance of digesting and breaking down the vegetables into a usable form of energy. With regards to preparation, I think it is important to point out that good raw food chefs know how to use the acidic and or salty properties of other foods in order to break down the cellulose of the denser foods. So let's not totally negate the wonderful properties of raw food. Do I believe that some people should not eat raw food? Most definitely but that's what our TCM training is all about. We can differentiate between those individuals that can tolerate raw foods and those that can't. Something else to consider when working uh, with assisting your patients in rebalancing their digestion, and this is supplements, specifically probiotics and digestive enzymes. I'm a big advocate of using foods as medicine and keeping supplementation and or herb formulas to a minimum But with the overuse of antibiotics and the depleted nutritional quality of our food it is important to use supplementation in this area if necessary. What supplements to use is up to each practitioner to research. Our main goal should should not be supplementation but education. We must educate our patients on the importance of reconnecting to their center, their earth, their digestion. This is the foundation of health, and detoxification and cleansing of the body will be severely limited if this is not addressed. Thank you for listening to this podcast series. To learn more, or to purchase this course when it becomes available this summer, please visit us at www.rootdown.us.